host, Gary Horn, and this, this is the NWA, a podcast celebrating the past, the present, the future, the history, the legacy, the tradition, all of it, of one of the greatest pro wrestling entities of all time. You know I'm talking about the National Wrestling Alliance. Thank you again so much for listening to this episode. This is another weekly episode, just going to run through some brief news, give you some updates on what's going on, just trying to make sure I keep these coming out for you folks that have been so kind and tuning in. We're like riding high right now, man, because Nick Aldis himself gave us a little endorsement, promoted the podcast. We are all super excited about where the NWA goes from here. I know I can't wait, and I'm sure you're excited just like me. So that being said, I just wanted to make sure to touch base and talk about a little bit of uh, general news. I'm uh, trying to not focus too much on my phone. I got this new wrestling game. Have you guys seen this? This 80s Mania Wrestling Returns. Oh my God, it's so fun. It's uh, I, I don't have as much time as I'd like for video games anymore. So this is kind of refreshing actually because it is just not even so much learning a bunch of buttons and you know moves for wrestlers. This is strictly, you're the booker of a wrestling territory. You get to pick your territory, your GM, and uh, you just try to collect stars and book the matches, try to earn money and earn ratings on television. I heard about it through the uh, Grilling JR podcast with Conrad Thompson, and uh, they had the special offer code GRILLING. If you type that in in the little cheat there and you get some extra wrestlers and some extra cash, I mean, they're not paying for a sponsorship, but I just thought it was worth mentioning because... It's a hell of a game. So anyway, that out of the way, I just wanted to update you that I know if you've been holding out for the YouTube rewatch and anything else going on with the podcast, uh, just to let you know, we have, I sat down with Miles and Fred the other night. The edit episode is ready, but I'm saving it. We discussed in depth the all-in pay-per-view. Of course, that was a big historical moment for the NWA and its current iteration, so decided we might as well talk about it. Miles and Fred and I sat down, had a few cold ones, watched the pay-per-view, then got on mic to discuss it. I probably had one too many, just to be honest with you. Uh, as uh, speaking to Conrad Thompson earlier, uh, to quote him, uh, my check liver light is on. So I'm having to cool it down on that kind of stuff. But anyway, it's like a two-hour episode, so get ready. If you want a full-on discussion about All In and what it means to wrestling and what it meant for the NWA, then... We've got that for you. At the same time I'm releasing that one, I'm also going to release the latest YouTube rewatch, which is getting us up to All In. So I didn't want to have the All In before I got there. Mrs. Madeline Hoptree, that's at Princess Sparkle Pants. I've been teasing that she's going to be on the show here pretty soon. She's stopping by Sunday or Monday. We're still working it out. And uh, she's been watching the NWA and catching up. She's a busy girl. We finally got it nailed down that we're going to record an episode. And I'm super excited about that. Once that one comes out, I should be able to nail down these YouTube rewatches almost weekly, basically. And uh, try to get us caught up for the studio show, which is my next point. <laughs> you know, this, this episode may be short. I don't know, because, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about this week. Things are kind of slow. I don't even know if slow is the right word. This is what I would consider the calm before the storm because wrestling is about to get busy. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, word came down, of course, that NXT is going to USA on Wednesdays to compete head-to-head with AEW's new show that's going to start 
on Wednesdays on TNT. You've got your Monday Night Raws, your Friday Night Smackdowns. But then, of course, our beloved NWA is going to be having their own studio show. And, folks, you know that that's the one I'm the most excited about. That said, those tapings are going to take place on September 30th, October 1st. No ticket details yet. We are waiting anxiously because they're going to be severely limited from what I'm hearing. So hopefully I can get my grubby little mitts on some of those. I'll be waiting. It's just right down the road from me in Atlanta, GA. I am excited for this thing. It's going to be awesome. I can't tell you much more about it. Of course, the information is limited, but everybody from the NWA that we already know, including Nick Aldis, James Storm, Allison Kay, Ricky Starks, we know those folks are going to be there. Now, I did just have a little bit of an interaction with the legend from the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton, on Instagram, and he let slip, too. I mentioned that I hope we get to see him on the show again, and he said, you will. So... That lets me think that maybe we'll be seeing Ricky Morton on there also. Those guys were a lot of fun at Crockett Cup. Can't wait to see them do some more work. So anyway, like I said, slower time for the wrestling business right this moment before it goes, well, apeshit. But this is letting me catch up on a lot of stuff. Like I said, I had a two-hour episode to record. Uh, edit down with Miles and Fred for that all-in show, so that's coming up soon, but I mean, thank God for the uh, brief pause there so I could get that together. Anyway, that's enough of all that. You're here for the news. Let's see what's going on around the National Wrestling Alliance. Not much to report on Billy Corgan after his announcement with the NWA about the studio show. He is obviously on tour right now. If you're keeping up with him on social media and everything, Smashing Pumpkins are just rocking out all over the country. So a busy guy, that one. He's having his interactions here and there, but Billy's doing Billy stuff, and hopefully we'll be seeing him in some wrestling capacity soon. So an interesting conversation with David Lagana today on Twitter and Folks, you know if anybody even remotely gets snarky about the NWA, if I catch it, I'm going to jump in. I mean, that's just who I am. I can't let people trash talk something they've got no reason to trash talk. The NWA has been nothing but positivity this entire time, and I'm all about some positivity. But when you mouth off about my favorite promotion, i got to say something. Well, David Lagana was uh, tweeting out about the uh, TV show and just uh, kind of innocently tweeting, honestly. And then this fella tweets back and says, wake me up when you bring back the TV title. Hey, man, I get it, right? People want title belts. I mean, I think they're used to it by now. Lots of people request belts. I mean, sometimes he'll even just hashtag belt tweet. But the thing is, is that what David did was uh, pretty, pretty fun, in my opinion. He just told the guy, hey, make me a five-minute video, DM it to me, and tell me why we should bring back your belt. This guy makes that snarky comment like he really loves that belt. David Lagana opens the door. Invitation. Send me a DM. Convince me. And he says if he does it, he'll send him NWA swag. This guy writes back a short, like, two-line tweet about it being the coolest title, yada, yada, yada. Folks, this was an open invitation for a video. I had to jump in. I said, hey, man, five minutes of your time, get some free swag and the chance to technically one-on-one pitch 
your reasoning for your favorite title belt to come back to the man with pool in the company. It's a little unfortunate that the fella, he decided to write back and said he was not going to waste his time doing that for somebody who didn't even care. And, you know, basically the standard negative response. I mean, I don't know the guy, you know, I don't want to diss on him too much, but I'm just saying, how do you say that somebody doesn't care? How do you react that negatively to someone offering you an opportunity like that? And free swag, right? So, I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't get people like that. Folks, if you've got an idea for the NWA, they are easily accessible. Every single one of them. All of them have DMs that are open. All of them are on all of the social media. And especially Mr. David Lagana, who is the vice president. He's right there. You can talk to him. He's pretty darn interactive on social media. Anyway, David Lagana did also reply to this guy and point out the negativity. And it's kind of sad to see people act that way. I don't understand that kind of response. I just wanted to throw it out there, folks, that this whole game does not have to be dirty. It doesn't have to be full of smarminess. It doesn't have to be anything but fun for everybody involved and exciting. That's what I want out of wrestling. I hope that that's what you want out of wrestling. I hope the NWA is full of just that kind of vibe. That's what I'm missing with the wrestling industry. I don't know what everybody's looking for, but I just want good quality wrestling, a fun, engaging show. I want to be invested in the matches. All of that can happen, and we don't need all of the negativity. So if you got that, get rid of it or stay at home. I don't know. I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but I'm just saying, like, what's the point? It gets you nowhere. So that's enough with Mr. Lagana. Let's move on to some of the... Uh, I, I've, I've, I feel like I'm just steadily in a rant mode today, so I'm just going to lay off. Let's get on to some more news for the actual wrestlers in the NWA. Our boy Ricky Starks. This is the second podcast since his debut last week. Happy to see him still out there and about. Ricky is a different kind of cat. I like it. I, he seems pretty interesting. I can't wait to see what he does. Uh, he does have an online store, by the way, rickystarks.bigcartel.com. You guys should check that out. I'll be honest with you. Some of the coolest merch, I mean, it's only like two shirts and a pin, but this 1-800-STARKS-LINE enamel pin and his new shirt that's on pre-order, pretty slick, man. I am definitely going to be getting one of those. So check it out. Help the cat out. He's uh, he's joining our crew. He's now part of the team. We're excited to see where he goes. All right, Mr. Eli Drake, let me talk to you. This guy, he's on fire. Every single time you see him, there is nobody more pumped up than this dude. And lucky for us, he is the featured competitor of the latest NWA video at recording time. He is on a video they are calling Eli Drake Asks... Who's the champ? So this is essentially a uh, wrestling match, which we love. It's, uh, everybody's always like, where's the wrestling matches for the NWA? Man, not only on their YouTube channel do they have some great classic stuff posted up every once in a while. You get to see the new guys compete. Here's Eli Drake versus Frankie Frank. Hitting the lounge in every town, I believe. Probably should have stayed away from the lounges this past week and maybe hitting the uh, workout room because Eli Drake took it to him and finished him off pretty quickly. Now, Frankie Frank, I mean, he's got some attitude. Good for that guy. Obviously, I would not want to fight Eli Drake, but there he was. Eli Drake gets the win. It was a fun match. Eli gets interviewed afterwards. I love, for some reason, this championship wrestling from Hollywood thing. I guess it's just a thing that they have the tiny signs 
There's an Eli Drake dummy section in the back, so that was kind of cool. Who's the champ? Not yet. Not yet. Because when I look around the NWA, a couple people would say, who's the champ? They might say James Storm. They might say, who's the champ? They might say Nick Otis. Two guys walking around carrying gold. You know, it was exactly 10 years ago, this very week, I started a long journey, sleeping on a floor, essentially homeless, sleeping at my friend's place on the floor. Nowhere to go, building up, step by damn step. So here I am in Hollywood. NWA puts them in front of me. I build up, step by damn step. And guess what? I look around, and again, I hear that question, who's the champ? Because don't get lost in the sauce. A lot of people look around and say, man, Eli Drake should have gold around his waist. But you don't understand. Because, pal, I am gold. Because I can't stop the undeniable Kavorka. I can't stop being the defiant one. And I can't stop being Eli Drake. So what that means is you're looking at one question and one answer. Soon to be, who's the champ with everybody saying Eli Drake. I love that. Step by step, Eli Drake is building this thing. He's gold, baby. Eli is going to be a fierce competitor for whichever title he goes for. I know he wants that 10 pounds of gold, but that national title is right there, too. And James Storm keeps uh, antagonizing him, I guess you'd say. So we're going to find out. I can't wait to see what Eli Drake does next. Speaking of James Storm... Our national champ is now on Patreon. Have you seen that? In case you didn't know that already, you can go on over to patreon.com slash jamesstorm and sign up for multiple different tiers for him where you can get personalized greetings, early access to merch, health and nutrition tips, and even the opportunity to play video games with the Cowboys. So check that out. Again, that's patreon.com slash jamesstorm. And you know, I can't talk about Patreon without talking about my favorite Patreon superstar, and that is Allison K. Allison K is a multi-time champion and just a badass chick. I am super excited to see her defending that NWA title on this TV show. I hope I get to see it in person. Really, really cool girl. Biggest news for her is that they officially announced on Labor Day weekend, you're going to be able to meet Allison K at StarCast, that big, big podcast convention that Conrad Thompson puts on, and it takes place in Chicago. Lots of people got to be there, including CM Punk. That's a big one. But now, to me, it just got a lot bigger because Allison K is going to be there. Pinky's up. You can meet her. Go get your tickets to StarCast. But while we're at it, let's talk about the rest of Allison K's schedule. This weekend on the 24th, she's at Shine 60 in Livonia, Michigan. August 25th, she's at Old Wrestling in Norwalk, Ohio. She's all over the place. 9-1 Rise Commentary in Berwyn, Illinois. That's the same weekend as StarCast. 9-14 GCW and Josh Barnett present Bloodsport in Atlantic City, New Jersey. 
That's going to be good. I'm going to be watching that one. I'm pretty positive. 921 is Shine 61 in Queens, New York. And uh, November 1st, she's already announced for Rise Wrestling in Berwyn, Illinois versus Taya Valkyrie at the first ever Savage AF match. Speaking of Savage AF, I keep doing this. You like this? I'm just swaying right into the next thing. I love it. It's like I'm getting better at this. Don't forget about patreon.com slash Allison K, where you can get exclusive signed merch, ring-used items, a classy AF follow from Allison K herself on social media. Just the works. You can do it all right there. Patreon.com slash Allison K. Let's take a second to talk about our world champ. I mean, this is a tough. I mean, he really hasn't posted a ton more. You get to see him at the Magic Castle if you follow his Instagram and that sort of thing. He's uh, He's been doing his thing. He's laying low. You can tell he's relaxing, resting, because things are about to pick up for him. Never easy time for the champ, so this may be like the biggest break he gets. Now, he was just at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, but as far as I know, no other appearance is scheduled until that NWA taping. I could be wrong. I'll keep my eyes peeled. And uh, if something changes, obviously I'll let you know because that's what I'm here for, baby birds. I'm going to feed you. Folks, by the way, if you're wondering where I keep up on a lot of my National Wrestling Alliance news, I mean, besides this podcast, obviously, a lot of the great breaking news comes from the Alliance blog. That's right. If you prefer to read up on the latest happenings in and around the NWA, Jason Callie has you covered. Just head on over to alliance-wrestling.com for all of the latest NWA news and rumors, or Jason himself is at First Two Thirds on Twitter. It's an excellent site and definitely worth your time. All right, baby, this is the part of the show where we get into what is on your mind. First thing comes in from Justin Tomlinson, that's at jtomlinson1981 on Twitter, He writes, is the NWA going to exist as a standalone promotion or will it be an alliance that incorporates several portions? I think he means promotions right there. You know, Justin, I think it's interesting that you bring that up because this is something that on that upcoming episode with Miles and Fred talking about All In, we get into an in-depth discussion on. It was actually on our minds as well, seeing where All In, where it starts And where it goes, All In featuring a lot of different wrestlers from several different promotions all in one place, like doing an independent show, it kind of felt that that's how the elite were going to handle things. Now we found that AEW is a little bit different than that. AEW is becoming its own entity and its own business, and they're having to lock people down with contracts. Obviously, we've heard Billy Corgan talk about in the past that his goal would have been to have all of these different promotions come together and take on that monolithic starship that is the WWE, basically. So it seems like people have that idea, but I think you find it gets a little tougher as you get further into business. Now, Billy has not wavered from that necessarily, although we have seen the NWA start to sign people to contracts, apparently. Folks like Eli Drake and Ricky Starks being recent examples of that. AEW backing away from that. It makes me wonder what happens there. And I get it. If you're an independent wrestler, you want your people to be able to go around, but you need them to also be where you need them to be when it's time. It's an unenviable position, I think, is how Fred puts it in that podcast episode, but it is something that I hope they can manage. I hope something happens where a lot of different places get involved. Obviously, the NWA already has a great relationship with Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. They also seem to have a pretty good relationship with Tried and True out of uh, Tennessee. 
So I'd be interested to see that maybe these guys get to be a collection of promotions. It's an interesting dynamic there, but it's one that is not currently in existence. It would be fun to see if the initial thing that the NWA was that kept it from surviving for a little while there, if it's the thing that brings it back. But just like me and you, everybody's going to have to wait and see. NWA wrestling fan at fan underscore NWA said we should just stay topical tonight and talk about Eli Drake. Well, hopefully you're happy. I mean, Eli Drake did get the most play on this episode. Probably he has the current most recent video up with a wrestling match. Eli Drake's easy to talk about. He seems like a badass dude and he's great on the mic. Should be interesting to see where he goes from here. Hopefully we've talked enough about him that you're satisfied. At The More You Nerd, discuss the sexual energy between yourself and that handsome, insightful guest, Miles. Well, in case you didn't know, that is Miles. It sounds like he's his own secret admirer, so that's classy. Uh, I'll be talking about Miles and with Miles enough coming up, so there you go, Miles. You're, you're covered. Christopher at Mid Card Status says, I would like to see an old school manager stable in NWA. Not a faction with a common goal, but a group of wrestlers whose only commonality would be their allegiance to said manager. Man, that's one thing I hope that David Lagana and Billy Corgan aren't afraid to deal with. Managers are a lot of fun. I mean, back in the day with, you know, the Dangerous Alliance or maybe somebody like the Heenan family was like my favorite growing up. But Vince McMahon obviously has a little bit of an issue with the uh, whole concept of managers. So, if anything, you get a guy like Paul Heyman managing Brock Lesnar, and that's about it. I think on a recent WWE, like Sami Zayn is going to be speaking for Shinsuke Nakamura. But nothing even close to what you're talking about. Now, this could come in handy. I mean, it would be cool. Managers are so helpful, I think, in wrestling. I mean, they give like some good heat, depending on their allegiances, I guess, if they're good or bad guys. But sometimes there's a wrestler that's got everything except like missing one little thing that a manager can add on. And I think that that's a lost art right now in professional wrestling. I mean, I'm seeing it pop up again in a few places, but it would be nice. And part of that old school mentality, part of that old school vibe that the NWA is going for could be a classic manager stable. I hope you're right, man. I, uh, Christopher, I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Bring back the managers. All right, well, that's going to do it for me. I had a long night last night, and I got to get some dinner, and uh, the wife's waiting on me for that. So unless you want me to be permanently banned from podcasting, I guess I better end this one right now. Thank you so much again for everybody that's listening. I promise you we're going to make it worth it. We're going to do everything we can to keep you entertained. As always, if you have suggestions, if you have questions, comments, anything, hit me up. I am ready to interact with you. I look forward to to all the new people I'm going to meet, hopefully some in Atlanta GA coming up in September. But anyway, until then, you can reach me at Rock and Roll Gary, all spelled out, or, of course, at the podcast, at The NWA Pod. That's on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook.com, slash The NWA Pod. Hey, you know what would be super helpful is if you're feeling really generous, you can go to iTunes, give us that five-star review that helps boost us up and get in front of more people. People like the champ Nick Aldis, who may or may not be listening, I guess. Luckily, I ain't talk shit, but there's still time. All right, so until next week. Oh!